This is the More Than Right Podcast, an independent view of politics and American culture. I'm your host, Steve Lopez. Most Americans know by now that President Joe Biden's son, Hunter, has many problems. The kind of problems that would land most Americans in jail or saddle them with court-ordered rehab. Chief among the international businessman of mysteries Piccadillos is a profound sex addiction, which included liaisons with prostitutes and a twisted tryst with his late brother's widow. When the bereaved widow, Hallie Biden, saw her drug-addled lover, Hunter, brandishing a thirty-eight caliber handgun, she surreptitiously drove it to a Wilmington, Delaware supermarket and threw the weapon in the store's dumpster before her crack-addicted paramour shot himself or someone else, presumably her. Worse still, it appears Hallie alerted the FBI to Hunter's possessing that firearm. We know this because Hunter sent Hallie an angry email found on his infamous laptop computer, that said, quote, You now have me as an abusive pedophile with homicidal tendencies, and that's now in the hands of the FBI. What right do you effing have, Hallie? What's my F up? Owning a gun? How, Hallie, is that wrong? Unquote. What's wrong, of course, is that Hunter lied on the firearms transaction record form ahead of purchasing his handgun. Most notably, the question that asked, quote, Are you an unlawful user of, or addicted to, marijuana, or any depressant, stimulant, narcotic drug, or any other controlled substance? Unquote. Hunter marked the question, no. By doing so, he committed a felony. And his false statement was made five years after being discharged from the U.S. Navy Reserve for having tested positive for cocaine. But Hunter needn't have worried. The FBI sent the matter over to their colleagues at the Secret Service, who rushed to the gun store where Hunter purchased the revolver and demanded the proprietor hand over the incriminating documents. The gun store owner refused, fearing the missing weapon might be used by a third party in a crime. The Secret Service later denied involvement in the Hunter Biden handgun caper. Luckily, the pistol was eventually recovered by an old man prone to dumpster diving for recyclable items that earn him cash. And so, the matter was dropped, and Hunter was never charged for lying to the U.S. government, a crime that clearly doesn't apply to Democrats and their next of kin. But it illustrates the very close relationship between the FBI and Secret Service in covering up the embarrassing, illegal, and depraved behavior of the Biden clan, a family afflicted by a pantheon of psychological demons, demons unleashed by a patriarch prone to odd and some say degenerate behavior. A witness to that behavior is the 41-year-old Ashley Biden, daughter of Joe and Jill Biden, a woman with a penchant for writing down her innermost thoughts in a diary. And oh, what a diary!
Odd things tend to happen in South Florida, like the time a possum broke into a liquor store and powered down some celebratory whiskey, the empty bottle of which employees found next to the unconscious marsupial, or the time a jury awarded a Florida man $40,000 as compensation after police accused him of drug possession. It turns out the white powdery substance found on him was confectioner's sugar from a donut he consumed or the time a man was arrested in Key West for shoplifting at a local Kmart days after purchasing an $8 million private island, or that the Pink Pony, a Daytona Beach strip club, was a frequent hangout for some of the devout Muslim 9-11 hijackers while attending a local flight school. As author Jeff Zentner once wrote, quote, Remember that Florida is a land of weirdos and bizarre happenings, and... Conduct yourselves accordingly. Unquote. In 2020, Amy Harris was fresh out of a Florida rehab facility and staying in a rental home in fashionable Palm Beach. She may have been retrieving her shoes or looking for a lost earring when she noticed something under her bed. It was a book, a diary to be exact, an item left by the previous occupant. As she thumbed through its pages, Harris realized the explosive nature of the handwritten manuscript. It belonged to a woman who herself is a substance abuser, had herself gone to rehab, and just happened to rent the same Palm Beach home. That woman, it turns out, is Ashley Biden, daughter of President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill. The diary's contents are so explosive, Harris immediately understood its commercial value and sold it to conservative journalist James O'Keefe of Project Veritas for $40,000. Being a legitimate journalist, O'Keefe refused to publish its contents because the ownership of the diary could not be independently confirmed. But that verification came in the form of an FBI raid on the homes of O'Keefe and other Project Veritas reporters. As the New York Times noted in a piece written in November 2020, quote, in recent weeks, federal investigators have reached out to at least one person who worked for Project Veritas to question that person about the diary one of the people briefed on the case said, unquote. It seems clear the Times Anonymous source is someone inside the Manhattan field office of the FBI. Like the G-men who attempted to cover up Hunter Biden's illegal purchase of a thirty-eight caliber revolver, the same FBI that sent Secret Service agents to muscle a gun shop owner for the federal background check documents in which Hunter Biden fraudulently stated he was not a substance abuser. Recently, England's Daily Mail newspaper published a story saying Amy Harris, finder of the lost Biden diary, is being investigated by, you guessed it, the FBI. Not for theft, but selling the diary, the property of another. So what is so explosive in the journal that it spurred the FBI to take investigators away from hunting down terrorists, bank robbers, and art thieves to find the whereabouts of a diary that is a literary extension of an emotionally troubled woman's mind? Well, the Daily Mail published the following Ashley Biden diary entry. Quote, I have always been boy crazy, hypersexualized at a young age. I remember somewhat being sexualized with a family member. I remember having sex with friends at a young age, 
showers with my father, probably not appropriate, unquote. According to the Mail, the Biden family initially, quote, reported the diary and other belongings as stolen, sparking a Justice Department probe, unquote. Clearly, the Bidens lied to the FBI, a process crime that has sent more than a few Republicans to cool their heels behind bars. In his commentary of last Friday evening, Fox host Tucker Carlson added some much-needed clarity. Quote, In what world is the alleged theft of a diary investigated by the FBI? Why are they doing this? The answer lies in what's in the diary. And we know what's in the diary. Unquote. Biden's siblings, Hunter and Ashley, share an affinity for hard drugs and hypersexuality a volatile combination that has landed them in multiple rehab facilities, but, curiously, never in jail. But they also share a father known for saying inappropriate things to women, a man with a strange proclivity for approaching females from behind, grabbing their shoulders, and sniffing their hair, a man accused of sexual assault by former Senate staffer Tara Reid. The Me Too movement formed as a reaction to the sexual assaults perpetrated by Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein. As a result, we were told to believe all women. But that principle was never applied to Joe Biden. And so, Tara Reid was quickly forgotten. And the enabling media's disbelief regarding Ashley Biden's telling of her early journey down the twisted road to hypersexualization further victimizes this damaged and suffering soul. One, who, like Brother Hunter, must rely on the fatherly inclinations and protection of the FBI. That concludes this edition of the More Than Right podcast. If you wish to make a comment, you can contact the show at morethanrightpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. And until next time, this is Steve Lopez.